You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Contextually, uh, evil, perverse, and darkness are synonymous. They are basically the same. A person that is evil, dark, or perverse is connected to the devil, demons, of that which is un, ungodly. And often folk look at darkness, evil, or perverse things is, is something that's just unpleasant, ugly. Uh, you don't even want to be around and, and so forth. But, but the Bible gives us another picture of these things because these things are, in truth, sin. They're connected to the devil, but the bottom line, they are they're sin. And, and when it comes to sin, James alluded to sin being pleasurable. He talked about how the pleasure of it is only for a moment, but he talked about sin as being pleasurable. Yeah. I mean, if if sin wasn't pleasurable... It wouldn't be more folk going to hell than heaven. And then we know sin was was pleasurable. Yeah, it, it took something to get you away from it because you enjoyed doing it. The beginning of sin is just wonderful, but but because the devil is connected to uh, evil, the devil just be setting you up, letting you enjoy it for a season, and then all of a sudden the bomb is dropped. That cocaine that made you feel amazing has now become your addiction. Those pills that were prescribed to you that made you feel better. But now you can't get another prescription. And now it's got you going to the street. Trying to buy what your doctor won't prescribe to you to get. Sin is pleasurable. And when it comes to evil darkness and being perverse uh, in reference to how it affects a person. It causes a person to, to think, talk, and do in contrast to the will of God. That's, that's what it does. It causes a person to act in ways that God said not to act. Yeah, when you're perverse or, or you're talking in contrast to the things of God, you don't have no problem cursing. And, and uh, you don't even care who is around when you do 
curse. You will even call, refer to a bologna sandwich in a, in a curse, cursing way. Man, this is a bologna sandwich. Oh, don't try to act like that. You take a sip of, of something. Oh, man, this is so good. Now, you know I ain't going to curse up here. Y'all got me mixed up with some preachers, but I'm just saying. When something was good to you, you will express it with evil. Man, see a woman walking down. Man, she. And just, just say certain things, but it was, it was the pleasure, but the pleasure was expressed in an ungodly way. And some people think only men do such, but women do the same thing. Yeah. And you, and you express it, but you, you express it in an evil way. And, and the sad thing, society becomes okay with, with that. What, what amazes me is, is that now parents are okay with children cussing. Back in the day, I could act like I was going to cuss and a backhand would come. Some of y'all ain't never got backhanded for, for getting mad and, and trying to say something that sound like a curse word. And, and then I wish you would say it. You better not even think nothing like that with your little man himself. And see, evil, darkness, or perversity is so powerful that it can pull you away from the will of God. I'm going to take you to one scripture and, and just prove my point. Go with me to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And we're going to start at verse 1. Now the serpent, or Satan, was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you should not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the, to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you The woman knew exactly what God told her. She didn't have to write it down. She quoted it to the enemy. Quoted the word to the enemy. Quoted her rhema. Quoted the word to the enemy that God gave her, you holding on? In order to bless her. If you do this, you're you going you gonna to be blessed. You ain't going to have to worry about sweating. Or just don't touch that and you, you, you set. 
set. Just don't touch that. You set. That, that was a rhema. She, was, she, had, she had a rhema word that was going to make sure that her blessings were always going to, to flow. That's what he gave her. And you know God changes not. God can give you a word that will cause blessings to just be perpetual in your life. And, uh, but but uh, let's continue. Verse 4. Then the serpent said to the woman, you would not surely die. Or basically, what God said, that, 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 that ain't true. That, that ain't true what God is saying. You ain't going to surely or truly, truly die. And then he goes on to say, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. And you will be like God, or you will be like I was trying to be. Because, see, the serpent wanted, or the devil wanted to be just like God. And so what happened to him that, that got him cursed now he's trying to put the same curse on Eve in the text. You're going to be just like God. And guess what? You're going to be smart because uh, you're going to know good and evil just like God. Already blessed. But listening to the wrong person. Already got more than enough. But hanging with the wrong folk. Already got more than enough. but not satisfied. And so notice what happens. She done got the word of a serpent in her that's changing her whole being, her spirit, her soul, and her body. When you get the wrong word in you, it changes your whole be your spirit, your soul, and your body. It changes you for the worse. It's the reason Paul said to the church, be not deceived. Bad company corrupts good habits. And, and, and you know, some, some things... Um, you can just see, and, and, and like in the text, uh, and it's definitely implied that she had been talking to the serpent more than just on this particular occasion. She was comfortable with telling the enemy things that she shouldn't have been telling the enemy. Woo! She talking to a blasphemer and ain't even got no business talking to him. Satan's destiny at the time was already set. He was headed to hell. And his thing was, well, if I'm going, I'm going to try to take as many folk with me as I can. And so this is how he do it. He, he does it by saying perverse things, things in contrast to the will of God. By, by being evil. Actually talking bad about God. A true dog walk. Or the first dog 
walk. Trying to get another dog walk. So verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. But baby you already got. All the trees that's good. You already got them. You done tasted them. They're wonderful. But see. He done got into her being. Notice again, I'm still in verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was, notice, pleasant to the eye. See, it is it's messing with her entire being. Good for food. Looking at how it's going to affect her physically. Pleasant to the eyes. Looking at how it's going to affect her so, and notice, and a tree to make one wise, looking at it spiritually, that she's going to be just like God. Receive a word that will change a spirit, soul, and body for the worse. From a serpent. And see now, now it's pleasant to her. It's, this thing is wonderful. And, and notice what. Uh, she does. Still in verse 6. And so she took of his fruit. And ate. And now she just like the serpent. She got to try to get somebody to do what. He got her to do. She got to get another dog walker in the pitch. And it seemed like it was so easy, but you know she had to talk to, the, to her husband a little bit. But notice it just simply says in the last sentence in verse 6, she also gave to her husband with her, and he what? Hey. Hey. And so he was transformed, his spirit, his soul, and his, and his body, because he ate. But you know she probably put the, the sweet touch on him. You know how women are. Women, women know how to talk sweet to get men to do something. Baby, baby, can you come here for a minute? I was wondering. Uh, if you could do something for me. That would make me so, so, so happy. And it would be amazing if you did it. I just want you to bite a little. Just bite. Where you get this from, baby? Yeah, baby, you don't trust me? Come on, bite, bite, bite a little. And look what he did. He ate. He ate. He ate. He ate. And you see in the text that they were completely out of the will of God. God didn't give them the whole list of commands. Didn't give them a whole list of commands, just, just simply told him, look. You can, you can eat anywhere in this garden except it's just one spot I don't want you to mess with. That's the reason Satan had to make sure he got to their entire being. Spirit, soul, and body. He still uses those same tactics. He got to get to your entire being, your spirit, your soul, and your body. So it will affect the way you think the way you talk, and the way you act. And when you look at the text, you see that it affected the way he thought, talked, and did things. And likewise, her, her husband. 
They were set up by the dark one. And some of us, uh, we, we really didn't have to hear about Eve because the enemy has, has did us like this time and time again. I got four amens, but I know I'm right. So if you'll notice in Proverbs 2, that Solomon, he knows that it's extremely important for saints to be a certain way because of, of three evils. Three evils that he mentions in the text that, that I have basically dealt with, but I want to just center in on the text. There, there is an evil when you consider verse 12 that is called the way of evil. And notice, according to the verse, the way of evil is, is, is a way that people have to be delivered from. Notice. To deliver you from the way of evil. The way of evil, no doubt, is in contrast to Jesus. Because Jesus, according to John 14 and 6, in part, is the way. So if there's a way of evil and Jesus is good, the opposite of evil, that means the way of evil is in contrast to Jesus. Whoever is doing evil is not talking gospel. Is not talking faith. Is not talking prayer. Is not talking praise. Is not talking worship. But notice he goes on to talk about a second evil or darkness. That's in reference to a person still in verse 12. The man or woman who speaks perverse things. Folk who talk against your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I say folks who talk against your lifestyle. And, and sadly, most folks who talk against your lifestyle are folk that are kin to you. Are folk that are quote unquote friends with you. Or lastly, co-workers. Here come Miss Holy. Guess what? That's a perverse person who is speaking against what God has made you and what God told you to be. God in Leviticus as, as well in the New Testament said to the children of God, be ye holy and gave you the reason. Because I'm holy. I want you to be holy because I'm holy. I want you to be a worshiper of, of me because I am God. Be holy because I am holy. Set yourself apart. Set yourself aside. Strive to do the right thing because I am about doing the right thing for you. And folk will actually talk about you for doing the right thing. Watch this. How many in here you have ever been talked about, whether it was by a co-worker, your family, or somebody else, for doing the right thing? <laughs> and some of us, when a person is very perverse, they'll talk about you to the point to where you are bagged down. You are bagged down and, and, and won't even say anything because the person is always... Doing this, that, and the other. I come to tell you don't bag down unless the Holy Spirit leads you to do something different. 
Just like you, you have folk going in the store cussing and doing this, that, other, you ought to be proud to tell folk you saved. I don't have no problem telling folk, yeah, I, I go, I'm, I'm the pastor of a place, the refuge. I am a holy roller. I believe in holiness. Yeah, God blessing me. Yeah, I know y'all preaching. Yeah, you're right. I am a blessed preacher. I'm a blessed business owner. I am blessed from my crown, soul of my feet. Yeah, I got stuff. God came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. Well, do it take, yeah, take all that and more because I don't want to go where you going if you don't get right. That being hell, I want to go to heaven. So I'm praising him. I'm praying. I'm doing everything that I can to make it. You got to be just as bold as dog walkers. Unless you're not happy about being sanctified. Oh, so you, you can't even take a little drink. Hey, I'm drinking every day, but it's holy. I know you miss getting high. Hey, I get high every single day. I wake up high, get to praying, and get even more high. Dog walkers would try to make you feel bad about your lifestyle. And then you have folk in the church that would try to act more like a sinner than a saint. We try to show sinners that they up to date on what's going on in the world. And some folk like that can't even quote John 3.16. There are just certain scriptures you should be able to quote as a child of God. Same way, did nobody have to tell you to memorize your favorite song? You know that favorite song you had when you was a sinner? Some folk don't even know how to read. They can sing that song though. It's certain things you should know even if you can't read. Certain things a child of God ought to be able to just say it. You never be ashamed of who you are. God save you. He delivered you. He brought you out of something you couldn't get yourself out of. I see you dressing nice. You know, sanctified folk. Who told you sanctified folk ain't supposed to dress nice? Have you not read the Bible? It seemed like if you saved, you wouldn't be wanting this, that. Why? The earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. You got to know the Bible and you got to be ready for dark walkers. That's going to come your way. See, the first man, Adam, went, went, went ready for the enemy. But the second Adam, Jesus, when the enemy showed up talking this, that, and the other, Jesus was bold in giving him a scripture. Jesus was quick to tell, it is written. You got to be to the point to where you understand that there are going to be people that are perverse or that talk in contrast to your lifestyle. In contrast to what your God has told you. Y'all all right? But then he talks about a third evil in the text. Y'all still with me? Notice he says in verse 13, from those who leave the paths of righteousness. To walk in the ways of darkness. They got this thing now where, where they tell you, you, you got to be a member of a certain tribe. 
Oh, so what? I'm a member of the tribe of Judah. Oh, oh, have you ever been to Jerusalem? Can you show me why you have to be this? Well, Jesus is the white man's God. thought God was everybody's God. And, and, and so you have folk that claim that they were baptized in the Holy Spirit and some are that, that will actually leave uprightness of what is right and start going down dog path. Now see this, this is a thing that they don't realize biblically when a person blaspheme as such there's absolutely no forgiveness they automatically chose a path to hell no forgiveness so you you had the holy spirit but you left the holy spirit and the Holy Spirit being, according to Colossians, Jesus on the inside of you. To follow a path. Automatic. Blasphemy. No room for repentance. The ultimate curse. Like Satan. When, when, when Satan blasphemed, even though Satan right now is intelligent. But he headed straight down. He knows. Even though he know he messed up, there's no way he can reverse it. Because of his, his blasphemy. And now folks, no way to reverse it. Because of their, their blasphemy. And I see some as well. You had the Holy Spirit. You talked against the Holy Spirit. You left the path. Saying Jesus ain't real. The Holy Spirit. And you call yourself part of a tribe. Because somebody said it. Saying we got to be careful. You got to be careful when, when it comes to people that will leave the path of righteousness and get on the path of darkness. Of darkness. Get on that path of darkness. Adam couldn't even fulfill his mission. It took Jesus having to come to fulfill what God initially ordained for Adam to do. That's the reason Jesus is again is called the second Adam. The first Adam was fleshly. But the second Adam was spiritual. Was sold out to God. It's quiet in here now. Yeah, it is. Folk would try to tell you that the Bible wrong, even though you have experienced the Bible firsthand. I, I, I said to this one person that loved God, and, and it's bigger than just leaving the church. You leave God. The person left, I said, well, look. I said, well, since Jesus ain't, ain't real and since there's this Jesus, this, that, and the other, well, how in the world did you get off all that liquor that you were drinking? Who got you out of all that? 
Who cleaned you up from the flow up? How, how did all that happen? Now you got this new thing, so all that wasn't even real. Well, I can't really explain all that, but I, I said, brother, you are being duped. And if you don't blaspheme, there's no way back. I actually told a man that. And then one man I wanted to talk to, God said, don't talk to him. He's already crossed the line. Leave him alone. But what about his children? Leave him alone. And some of us know what it is when God tells you, leave them alone. They done cross the line. They leave the path of uprightness and become dog walkers. And so you got to understand something about dog walkers. They are, they are always looking for converts. They're always looking for somebody that they to blaspheme or get to do that which is in contrast to the will of God. That's the reason I don't deal with folks who, who trying to hear teachings about two or three religions. First and foremost, Jesus is not a religion, it's a lifestyle. Why is that? He changed our lives. When we were, when we were back and forth from, from church to the club, we were religious. But when you got saved, it was about your life style. He changed you for the better. You have to be to the point to where the, when the dog walkers come around, you just tell them point blank, look, I ain't even interested. Because what you're doing is dangerous. You are letting come out of your mouth that Jesus is not real. You are letting come out of your mouth that Jesus did not transform you Fill you with the Holy Spirit. That all of that was just false. You are letting come out of your mouth what the devil allowed to come out of his mouth. And that was so convincing to where he took a third of the angels. The Bible calls them stars with him. Call them fallen stars. Took a third of them with him. Say to your neighbor, make up in your mind. You ain't going to hell for nobody. See, you ain't got to show me nothing in no book. I know Jesus changed me. And some of you, I know he changed you. And if you get to talking about Jesus, then change you. And, and I'm seeing, oh God. There go that darkness. Please don't let them take that final step. That step of blasphemy so it won't be no repentance. And it be saying, hey, and then I, 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 had, I heard one person one day say, good to see, it ain't good to see no dog walker. I told him, I said, don't you ever say to a dog walker it's good to see them. I said, because a dog walker that has blasphemed. Only mission left before going to hell is to convert others. It's never good to see somebody that blaspheme our Jesus, blaspheme our Lord. That's never a good, a good thing. And some of y'all look like you mad at me for saying that. Look at the text. I'm sticking to the text. It's amazing how I can be preaching and you know it's Bible, but you'll still get upset. You know what that is? That's the devil. Plus flesh. Woo, go ahead. Verse 13. 
of Proverbs 2 again. From those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. And I could have continued talking about their traits. But the Lord told me, stop right here and deal with dog walkers. And the reason being, we are faith walkers. We are the antithesis of dog walkers. I don't care if Jesus is white, purple, yellow, green, orange. It, it does not matter. He changed my life for the better. And I'm going to follow him. I said, I'm going to follow him. Get this. When I mess up, I ain't going to change no religion. When I mess up, I'm going to repent, get up, and get right back to following Jesus. And you can't be like Eve. You can't just open your door uh, to talk to folk about their God and, and their God is not Jesus. Well, you know, they such nice folks. I just let the witnesses come in. They, they ain't coming in my house. I stopped one. I said, look, don't you ever put this pamphlet, another pamphlet on my doorstep. If you in the neighborhood, put on your list. This house is a house you never stop by. You don't ever come by this house. Before my grandmother, uh, God took my grandmother, they, they had started coming by her house. It just, just so happened one day, I stopped by there and they were there. And they were up in age. I, and I was like, oh God, these folks like 80 years old. I said, and, and I was... I was in my 40s there. I oh, I can't disrespect them, but I got to get them out of the house and make sure they never come back. They done told her they just wanted to talk with her. They, they, they weren't trying to change this, that, and that. Well, why, if you ain't trying to change it, why, why you talk about Christianity, why you talk about this, that, and the other, but yet you want to come up in her house? Long story short, after that day, they didn't come back again. You, you, you don't play with something evil. You don't play with evil. See, there is something more dangerous than the club. And, and, and that's these religions that can cause you, child of God, to black backslide and blaspheme and there's no room for repentance dog walkers are, are real and you have to be careful it's real. you got to be sold out to Jesus I said you got to be sold out to Jesus This okay with y'all? I got to close it. I'm, I'm spending a lot of time with this, but, but notice, I kind of went in reverse in dealing with verses 12 and 13 before dealing with verses 10 and 11, and I did it on purpose because I want you to understand the danger of the way of evil, men, women, and children who speak perverse Things and those who leave uprightness and start walking in darkness. I want you to I wanted you to understand point blank how dangerous that is. But in verses 10 and 11, he starts out talking about the significance. And the necessity of, number one, allowing wisdom 
to get into your heart. Simple definition of wisdom. Knowledge plus understanding. And keep in mind, him talking about wisdom is theologically or theological or it refers to wisdom that comes from God. That's what he's talking about. You have to allow that wisdom to get in you if you're going to deal with dog walkers. You got to have, you, you cannot deal with dog walkers and you ain't got no wisdom in you. They'll convert you. You'll blaspheme. I know what pastor said, but no, you got to get it in you so you will know the word for yourself. Why is that so important? The Bible tells us let every man or woman work out his or her own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And when you reverence God or you fear God, it starts with you getting wisdom down on the inside of you. Look at the verse. I got, I got to move because I'm, Lord have mercy. I spent a lot of time dealing with those two last verses. But notice when wisdom ent- enters in heart, wisdom, wisdom again can be defined as what? Knowledge plus what? Now notice this. Turn to Proverbs 4 and 7. Stay with me. Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is what? Wisdom is what? Wisdom is what? Principle means the first or significant or most important in order. You need wisdom more so than you need money. I said you need wisdom more so than you need money. The most important person you need is Jesus. The most important thing you need is wisdom. See, if I don't have no wisdom, I'll throw my money away. It's one thing to become a millionaire at 39. It's another thing to continue to add on to that money until you get in your 60s. Plus enjoy life. You understand what I'm saying? Wisdom is the? It's one thing to get a house. There's another thing to keep your house. Wisdom is the? Say to your neighbor, got to get knowledge and understanding. Because it equates. You got to have, you got to have wisdom to the point to where when folk come to you talking dark things, you know to cut them off right then. All Eve had to do was just cut them off. Sad thing about Eve, she had wisdom. But if you look at the text, Eve never used her wisdom against the serpent. And you see folks that blaspheme, one of the sad things, they never used their wisdom against the thing that was attacking them. You look at Judas. Judas was so mad at Jesus that that he never took the time to, to use his wisdom to see exactly how Jesus was setting everything up. He was so mad that Jesus wouldn't do what he wanted him to do to where he was willing to betray him. He never used his wisdom. And sometimes you can, you can have so much evil in you to where you can't even see what God has given you to deliver you. You got to use your wisdom. You, don't, you just don't take in what you get Sunday in and Sunday out and not put it into action. Don't let it just be a church thing. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I have seen a word come forth and I've I been knowing this is his rhema right here. I know he's going to get right after this message. But it doesn't happen. I mean, how in the world can he have a word that's going to get him right? Drop in his lap. And he still leave out doing the same dumb stuff. 
Y'all love the pastor? Tell your neighbor, it's clergy month. We got to love our pastor. Show him some love. But notice this. Notice the second thing in in Proverbs 2 and 2. Proverbs uh, 2 and 10. We know that we have to allow wisdom to enter into our what? Heart. And the heart basically represents your thoughts, your words, and your what? Deeds. Yeah. A A simple definition of heart is choices. The choices you make are based upon your your heart, what's going on in your heart. Even the things you say are based upon your heart. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? But the second thing he says that we need is knowledge. And knowledge, but notice it has to be pleasant to your what? So, go with me to Proverbs uh, 1, I think, where we want to go. Proverbs 1. So just basically turn and notice verse 7. Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Fear in the text represents respect or equates respect, a reverence, or honor. We have to honor the Lord. And when we do so, it's the beginning of what? You start to know things when you form a relationship with, with God. You start to know things. It's going to be automatic. You start to know things that are bigger than what is written. Because God not only has a written word, but a revealed word. Right? And of course, that's Bible. But notice this. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Whenever you don't want to hear the truth, you're in, a, you're in the seat of a fool. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all something. None of us are perfect. So some, sometimes something going to come forth. It's going to step on your toes. I would rather hear the truth than a lie. When the truth comes and I know, oh, God, that's me. Thank you for the truth. Don't lie. Don't tell me I'm okay and I'm headed straight to hell. Tell me the truth. I don't want to be like them folk Paul talked about in the latter day looking for preachers that's, that's going to satisfy their itching ears. Tell me the truth. Some folk talk about how a blessing it is to live 100 years on earth. That, that, that's a small blessing compared to eternity in hell or heaven is that right lord have mercy i want to go to heaven well i am going to heaven you and so when knowledge enters it has to be pleasant you you have to love preaching teaching you have to enjoy it why When knowledge is pleasant to the what? So. When knowledge is pleasant to the what? So. You have to love teaching and preaching. You have to love what your pastor gives you. Why? Jeremiah 3 and 15 says God will give shepherds according to his heart that will feed, first thing, knowledge. Knowledge has to be what? Pleasant. To what? The soul, your mind, your feelings. You should feel good when you leave and you don't got the truth. That's how you should be when you, you, you're feeling good. Why? Because it ain't got in your emotions, your soul. It ain't got in your mind. And so you're happy because you don't got your rainbow. You don't got what you need in order to make yourself better. Y'all still okay? Notice what happens when when you allow wisdom to get into your heart and when knowledge is pleasant to your soul, it's going to be followed by two things that are going to protect you. That are going to protect you from, from the evil way 
from people that speak perverse things and from dog walkers. Two things that are going to protect you. And those two things are found in verse 11. And I'm going to be done. Y'all still okay? All right. Notice, notice what he says here. I'm going to read verse 10 for clarity, uh, but we're going to deal with verse 11. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. And understanding will keep you. Discretion will what? Preserve you. Or it's going to keep you. And understanding going to do what? Keep you. When you have discretion, you're going you to make sure you just earn what a person is about based upon the wisdom and the knowledge that has gotten in you. You know, you notice that these folk coming to your house, they said, uh, we are Jehovah's witness. These folk don't believe what I believe. Hey, good to see y'all today, but don't come back no more. You want to buy one? I'm, I don't want to buy nothing from you and don't leave nothing in my mailbox. Be nice. Don't slam the door. Close the door. You don't want, you don't want to be involved in that. Hey. Don't I know you? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about the one church that's right. You want to talk to me about Jesus' church? I want to talk to you about the one church in the Bible that's right. Because if it ain't got the right name, it ain't Right. The name has to be Church of Christ. If you ain't got that name, you ain't right. Well, look, Jesus said he was going to build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus so believed in praise in the Old and the New Testament, whether it with your hands, your feet, or instruments. Y'all don't believe in that. So we have nothing to talk about. Don't come back here no more. You, you have to be to the point to where what you have allowed to enter into your heart and what is pleasant to your soul, you have to allow it to keep you from people that would try to get you to blaspheme or leave the one true God who is Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? You have, you have to be that particular when it when it comes to to your lifestyle you're not putting anybody down but you know who changed your life you know who saved you you just don't have evidence because see some folk will try to prove the scripture wrong you have some folk that they okay with the new testament but they'll try to prove the old testament wrong but see the bible tells us in reference to jesus he came in the volume of the book he came in the whole book when it came to, the, to uh, what the prophets and so forth came, see, many disregard all of that. But Jesus said, hey, look, 
I didn't come to destroy the law nor the prophets. I came to fulfill. That's what I came to do. I came to fulfill. Everything he laid down is evident in scripture. Everything he said he would do in reference to salvation, we are living proof. Yeah, we are. We are, we are living proof when it comes to that. What else do you need? You can't allow the dog walkers to get you off the right path. You say, but some of them are my friends. Well, let me give you a scripture. The Bible says, choose your friends carefully. You can't choose your relatives carefully because that's just. You're, you're automatically going to be kin to jacked up folk. And you have to put them in their place. But you can, you can choose wiser when it comes to your friends. Well, we grew up together, yeah, but he done got off into that dumb stuff, so it don't, that don't mean nothing. I'm going to start right there. Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus. Woo!